Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. Let's talk about some stocks, shall we? Yes. Right. Nancy Pelosi mm. is up on her NVIDIA position for the year. Um, so what are, what other politicians should we look at and mimic their investments and trades? I got a couple that I want to mention. Brian Higgins. So he invested heavily in Micron and NVIDIA. He outpaced Nancy Pelosi. We see a continued theme of the semiconductor space being invested in. Mark Green is another one, and then Garrett Graves. Um, he invested heavily into Coinbase. So I know Nancy gets all the credit for having the highest returns. People forget that her husband was invested in uh, a hedge fund many decades ago. And I know it's not the most popular take, but um, if she's reporting the trades and getting away with, she found a loophole to be able to make a lot of money while she's in that seat. But there are probably eight or nine politicians that are outpacing her. Um, I talked about a few sites before, but just Google uh, political trades or political investments. You have a few sites that comes up. Quant, uh is one of them that'll come up and just track their trades and follow. Go look at their track record. Some of them are up two, 300%. Follow what they're doing. And then if you see they're invested in a sector that is doing well, like the chip space, 
I would mirror those trades in 2024 to get paid as they get paid. So you said uh, Coinbase and NVIDIA? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Marguerite invested in, in a ticker ET, which is great. But Micron, which is one people are, have slept on for a while. Um, if you get it at the right price and you, like JC talked about it last week, if you layer your options a certain way, you can get five, 600% return in four or five months. Trading has considerable risk. Please consult your advisors. But the big lesson I want to continue to stress in this episode is follow what people are doing with the most money, whether it's hedge funds, politicians, companies, municipalities, follow what they're doing at the top to make your investing job a lot easier. Does it get tricky though, right? We, we could follow them. But when we talk about, especially a company like Micron, we talk about NVIDIA, I'm sure they're investing in others. When there's a CHIPS Act that is signed, yeah, and they might have invested prior to that, then it becomes, <laughs> right, like, there's, 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 there's an issue there, right? Be, even like an infrastructure bill, if I start seeing, right, an infrastructure gets pilled, uh, bill gets passed in 2021 yep. or 2022, and then you, you start to see, you know, industrials go up, right? And then you start to see individual companies that the government is now contracted. Like, is it, in, I mean... This is the way business has always been created. To be honest, yeah. that's the way business has always been done. Like, right. the thing is to not lie about it or if you don't report it is when you get in trouble. But this is why I keep saying, like if Apple spends a certain amount of time at the White House or if Elon has a conflict with Biden, that is going to have an impact on Tesla stock. So if they're spending a certain amount of time at the White House or they're favorable with senators or governors, it is going to have a positive impact on the stock. I may next week want, want to make a case for Dara being one of the best turnaround CEOs after mm -hmm. we saw him at the White House, I went and looked. I said, these numbers are on par. But yeah. him being there also tells me uh, they may be okay for the next four or five years. Visa's on a tear. Had a chance to see him. CEO of Visa. That, like, there's a correlation between what the government is doing and then what the companies are going to do, and especially if they have some kind of business dealings or a cozy relationship amongst one another. Does it suck? Is it unfair? Yes. But this is the way the business has always been done. Yeah, but we can follow that trail too, right? And we, yep. I've said this plenty of times, and I'm sure we've covered it throughout the years. If there's a, the CHIPS Act in specifically was designed to have chips made here in America, right? We yep. saw what the, the shortage of having chips did during the pandemic. And so one of the, the, the ways to combat that was to create the, the CHIPS Act here in America, right? And so follow the companies that are, are, are fighting for that. And so if you Absolutely. see a company like ASML and then building foundries here, and you see uh, TSM building in Arizona, or you start to see these companies saying, all right, well, there's an incentive to now build here. There's tax incentives. Let's do it here. A company like Global, Global Foundries, which we spoke about before, who's doing it here in New York. You can follow that trail of companies that are vying for it. In fact, in New York State, you know, they, the IBM was in, in talks to try to figure out how they can partner, or Intel's in talks in another state to figure out how they can partner to bring semis here. And so you can follow those, those pieces because they yep. know there's an incentive if they do it, right? And that only helps from a domestic standpoint where we don't have to outsource to get the chips. So we can get them here, then there's more, and then it's going to be less expensive to get them. So follow those, those paper trails. And regulatory filings are 
and the government is a market maker. So if the CHIP Act gets pushed or hypothetically if China tries to invade Taiwan and then they blow up the TSM building as a please, contagion please, event. No, please no, please no. Please, please no. But then another it's thing on is, topic. Another thing too is um, uh, you know, I said this um <laughs> last year as far as um QQQ. I was like, yep. um, look, this thing is this technology thing is only going to get bigger and bigger and artificial intelligence is taking over the world. And um, even if you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, it's a higher probability that that QQQ is going to is going to go crazy just based off of the landscape of everything that we're hearing is is all based yeah. on artificial intelligence and technology. Um, and I mean, if you look at the 52 week low for QQQ it was two hundred eighty one dollars and it's had two hundred and. Forty four hundred and twenty two dollars now. Um, yeah, four twenty two. Yep. For ETF, that's that's crazy. And that's um, insane. And we should start doing like how Kai Sinit does, where he has like videos that play. Uh, Mike, make a note of that because when we was on a Breakfast Club, um, the first time we was on a Breakfast Club, actually, and I had mentioned at that time I had a a, a call for QQQ for I think it was like three fifty. And um, we're saying like, you know, what's the, what do you think the probability of QQQ reaching 350 over the course of two years? That was three years ago. Um, so what I'm saying is this, we just came from Davos and we got a lot of insight on, you know, where the world is headed. You have to invest at your own risk, but it's a high probability that these certain things are there guarantee. Let's say it. These, these chip stocks are going to continue to go up. These good, the good ones, and the Qs are going to continue to go up. These trillions of dollars getting pumped into when you see Mike, when you see Meta talking about they're going to spend billions of dollars on Nvidia chips um, yep. over the next couple of years. This is not a a, a bubble. It's not a fad. No, not, not a no. fad. Artificial intelligence is not a bubble. Will will we be talking about at twenty four hours a day? Probably not. But as far as the technology is here, it's only going to get more and more persuasive in the day to day use of of everybody's lives. This all these technology companies are going to invest billions of dollars into artificial intelligence. You would be doing yourself a tremendous disservice if you wasn't invested in tech. If you wasn't invested in these chip companies, and like I said, you could even take the ETF route if you want to just do the cues. Over the course of the next 10 years, it would be extremely high probability that mm -hmm. you'll see returns. You'll see returns if you're invested in, in, in technology. QQQ, SMH, NVIDIA, Microsoft. All have been called here. Yeah. What I'm is it costing you not to do it? And AMD, yeah. they all, AMD I, was on a hell of a I, I run. Now. To go there. I was going to go there. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the, the Zuckerberg part because I don't, I, I don't want that to go over people's heads. You're talking about the CEO of Meta who's on an interview saying that they are going to buy 350,000 H100 chips from NVIDIA. 350,000. Now that might sound like, ah, that's a lot. But when you realize the cost of these chips, the average chip, right, on the low end is 16,000 for one. Third party markets have it up to 40,000. So let's just say yeah. they, let's say they get it for an average of 20,000. You're talking about $7 billion. Seven billion. That's just meta, right? How does Microsoft respond? How does Apple respond? How did so you Google think about 
<laughs> think about all these companies that are using these chips and going to buy them in bulk. Now, here's the, the interesting part is that that's for the H100. In six to 12 months, they might be announcing the H200, right? Yeah. Which they weren't even allowed to sell in China, but they will be able to sell in America and other countries. What's the price tag on that? How fast can they produce those? And so you're talking about mil- billions of dollars that is going to be brought in in the revenue. And that's where a company like AMD comes in, right? Because if these chips are selling for $20,000, well, can they come in with a semi that undercuts that price? Yeah. may not perform as fast, right? And for companies that can't spend that that type of money, but they can have a price point that maybe comes in underneath it that can serve a, a, a different type of business, right? Maybe, you know, you're not a trillion dollar company like the ones we named, but you need the service, right? You just can't afford it at that price point. So AMD has a, has a role to play in this as well. So I like them too. Also too, like if you're looking at going back to the innovation part, the, the main reason why a lot of companies are jumping or accelerating this bandwagon is one of the few things that America's innovated on is this chip space when we don't have a lot of other things that we've created over the last five or 10 years to get like, it was a social media push for 10 years. Crypto didn't pan out and I'm not, I'm not going to say it didn't pan out, but like what VCs put into it, they overinflated it and then it fell because a few years over at Davos, the big thing was crypto and then things slid back. Now AI and its chips are going to help accelerate both spaces. You have to invest for the long term. Like I don't know how else to put it. Uh, shout to those of you in Red Panda who've been to AMD since 21 and 40. Um, we've called all these companies out, but I am begging you to invest in these or you're going to be really upset in the next four or five years that you've missed out. And some of you may miss out on five, six, seven hundred percent by not executing. If I've made you money, please put yes in chat. Investing is not that fucking hard. Yeah, Just I, buy the best sectors in, and buy the best tool. In 21, I, I did. I exercised an option on um, AMD uh, for five contracts. So I have 500 shares. Um, and so it cost me money to get them. And that, at that time, AMD was at one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Yeah, twenty twenty two, AMD dropped to seventy two dollars, and so I started saying, "Oh my gosh, why did I exercise this option?" But in my mind, when I did it, I said, "I'm thinking about this company long term." Long term, yep. right? I, I could have made the forty thousand dollars and and taking that intrinsic value and selling the option, but I said, "Not nah, this is a good price point for it." At I think I had the call at seventy five dollars. Let me do it here. Let me get the five hundred shares. I did that. You look at today, AMD is at $170, $172. That's the power of patience. That's the power of believing in your game plan and sticking to it. Yep. It was it's at a, $12 in 2018. It's a, we're, in a tech, we're in a tech revolution. The last time this happened was dot-com, boom. Yep. It's happened three times in history so far. The invention of the internet, the dot-com boom, and now this. And... They're saying this is going to be bigger than any the prior to. Um, and even when Sam Altman, he said it in Davos, where you look at chat GBT2 to chat GBT4, it's night and day. Yeah, it's night and day. So it's like the the amount, the progress that's being made in, such, in, in a short period of time is unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, man, this is something that, like I said, I would highly suggest that you would be invested in technology. Um, this is the goal. This is the gold rush, and it, it, it's it's going to last for about ten years. And the difference between the dot com bubble and now, 
it was a lot of fool's gold in that market. It wasn't a lot of great companies that was generating revenue. Like open AI is probably worth more than every company with the exception of Amazon and that dot com boom. Like like you said, the evolution from chat GPT two to four, it would have taken some companies 10, 15 years. They've innovated inside of two or three years. Like um, I, I am begging you guys, like the proof is in the pudding, the returns are there. It's talked about globally. Um, please do not miss this wave. And I know some good. of you asking about SM, SMCI and ASML. Pick the ones that you believe in once you do your research on them and invest heavily in them. It's going to cost you millions if you don't do so. And once again, um, it's never a good idea to just throw all your money into a stock that's at an all-time high. So I'm not saying that, but dollar cost average um, yep. over the course of time, stocks will pull back. Just because there's a pullback doesn't mean that it's a collapse. Um, yeah, just have patience. But over the long term, you have to consistently put money into these stocks over the next five years. Um, the next five years is probably the most important time in human history. I agree, especially on, on a net return basis, too. Mm -hmm. um, we're we're going to see a lot of growth and a lot of innovation because it's not outside of like energy is getting destroyed right now. Healthcare, tech, and communications are the only three spaces that really matter sector-wise for the United States of America. And if you're missing out, it's going to cause, I am begging you, like, please do not miss. Because as some of you who've been watching since 2020 and you messaged me this weekend, like, hey, I missed out. What should I do? Yeah. Two tech, two in tech. I, I can't tell you anything else. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. When you, you have get to the start putting the money in. What? When is the time? And then we put up a post saying we've officially hit the bull market. And people are saying, well, when's the time? <laughs> well, now study the history of bull markets. How long did they last? What was the longest one? How long is the shortest one? Yeah. And so you can kind of figure out, you know what, this might be the time for me, right? Because everybody's situation is going to be different. But the S&P has hit an all-time high. NASDAQ is, is approaching the Dow. Do we want it at the all-time highs? No, not realistically. No, but, but even Frank talked about it earlier. Even yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're at the all-time high from here, we normally end up 12%. Up higher, like higher than that. Yep. Go read Money Master to get. Go read any book from Warren Buffett or Charlie Monk. Like the market is permanently rigged to stay up because if our market collapses for a four-year cycle, we'll enter into a global depression. They're not going to let that happen. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc the enhanced american express business gold card is designed to take your business further it's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business 
24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.